Hello and welcome to the Coach Mark in Manila podcast. I am Coach Mark in Manila from ESL, BusinessEnglishExperts.com and of course Initial-Impact.com. Both of my sites are there to help you live your best possible life. And when I say best possible life, I mean get either the career that you're after, the wealth attraction that you're seeking, perhaps you want to invest into UK or USA property, then in addition to everything else that I do, um, I also have an expertise in giving you access to projects both in the USA and UK. UK that can help you leverage huge amounts of income and protect your assets from inflation at the moment and really ensure that you are getting the best possible deal on your money. So if you have the ability to invest in these markets and you are interested in finding out more, then you can chat with me in my Telegram channel, the links are down below, and get more information from me. Also sign up to my newsletter on this because that's going to assist you to get insight into these opportunities as they become available and as more developments become online, you can actually them first so it really is your way to ensure you don't miss a thing from me also if you are practicing for your IELTS or OET many of you already know that I do that coaching too and I have many services on ESL businessenglishexperts.com to assist you to get the best possible marks that you can now today um, I'm going to start a series of podcasts um, going into more depth over Naval Ravikant. Now, many of you may have heard of Naval, and some of you may ha not have a clue who on earth I'm talking about. Um, it really depends on what you're interested in following and also how you spend your time. And let's, uh, let's talk about how you spend your time another time, because that is just as important as how you spend your money. To be honest with you, your time is money, um, and it's something that you can't get back. So let's look at this this whole concept of Naval. Naval is an amazing and probably one of our most inspirational people of our time, I would say. Um, he started from a very poor beginning, upbringing, um, and he is he's basically a self-made man. And how he went about it and achieved his success is pretty phenomenal. He became very good at spotting opportunities at a young age. Um, he was fascinated, became fascinated in economics, mathematics, um, and of course has gone on since then to become an angel investor and also to offer uh, backing to many other people. He is an investor in Twitter, Uber, to name but a few. Um, and he just seems to have a, a sense of direction and integrity and challenge in his mind. He always questions everything, which I think makes him one of the smartest people um, I've ever discovered, shall we say, um, on my travel so far through life. Um, and I'm fascinated by many of his quotes, his thoughts on things. And so I thought, well, hey, they have inspired me and really given me a different way of looking at some parts of my life. So I wanted to share them with all of my lovely listeners as well and together we're going to discover parts of Naval's wisdom and talk about in these podcasts how they apply to you so it's not just about talking about them but I'd like you to really consider how these can apply to you um, what are you doing that is not perhaps following some of this guidance and advice from this gentleman and how is that possibly sabotaging what you're trying to achieve in your life? Because at the end of the day, um, if we don't examine how we relate to our wealth, our happiness, and what we deserve, 
um, then we have no way of being able to change it or influence it. We have to believe and accept that we are worthy to go and achieve these things in our lives. So let's break it down a little bit further. Now, there was a fantastic book written. Um, you can get access to this. The link is down below um, in the show notes here. And if you purchase it through my store, um, obviously, I will receive a small commission. It's 10% of the purchase price. And that 10% enables me to continue making these types of podcasts for you and also so gives a little bit back 10% also goes to local independent bookstores uh, to keep them going so we're not going to see them disappear and get swallowed up uh, by Goliath such as Amazon all right so Naval Ravikant yeah he has some fantastic ideas on many different aspects um, and I'm just going to break down a few of them but this book the almanac of Naval Ravikant holds a huge amount of treasure trove of information so let's talk about first part building wealth uh, we're going to discuss some of the concepts here, and um, in order to do this, what I'd like to do is just go through some of the key points here. Um, so, okay, you've got to understand how wealth is created, all of us, right? Um, really, wealth is not about hard work. So if you, if you consider how you might relate to your life at the moment and how you've been brought up, you may have been brought up, as many of us were, with the concept that just work hard, 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 and you will create wealth and you will live happily ever after and will be able to retire at a certain age and done. Um, if you're from a different generation, a younger generation than myself, say, this may have changed and you might not look at life quite like that, but still a lot of people follow this very outdated model of thinking. Um, working harder is not necessarily going to attract you any wealth at all. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, it really hasn't been the case for many people worldwide. And if you're listening to this and really dissatisfied that you feel you're working all the hours that God sends um, and you're still not getting anywhere fast, maybe this is definitely a subject you need to consider. So, for example, um, Naval um, once said, you can work in a restaurant 80 hours a week and you're not going to get rich, right? Okay, because it's not about knowing, um, how should we put it, it's not about hard work. Okay, it's about knowing what to do and who to do it with. So, for example, working in that restaurant 80 hours a week is not going to get you rich. Okay, it's going to give you a job. You're going to feel like you're engaged in something. It will distract you and keep you very busy probably for the rest of your life. But at the end of the day, it won't get you rich. Now, I'm not saying that rich or being you know, wealthy is the ultimate goal. I actually think that, um, well, Naval once said this in, in many ways, that once you get your wealth, you'll realize that's not what you wanted at all anyway. Um, it's kind of um, a goal that people set for themselves and they pursue it without knowing then what they would actually want to do with it. So I say that it's really good to be clear what you want to do with any wealth you create. Um, so, for example, do you want to do something good in the world with that wealth you create? Where do you want to use it? Um, what are your plans with that wealth and how will you seek to utilize it? So this is all exceptionally important. Um, so getting rich is about knowing what to do and who to do it with and here when to do it. So timing is everything. So it's the what, the who and the when. So think about your life at the moment. You know, what are you doing? Um, who are you doing it with? <coughs> Excuse me. And when? When are you doing it? You're doing it at the right time. Is this the best time to do it? Okay. It's not just hard work. The hard work matters, of course, absolutely. Um, but directed in the right way. And if you're not sure what you should be working on, stop. 
<laughs> stop everything that you're doing because you're just running around working hard, 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 but you haven't worked out actually the what and the who and the when, then you're just wasting your time potentially, all right? It's like driving around randomly in your car hoping to get to a certain destination, but you haven't, you haven't got the map. You haven't planned your route. Now, you might hit it lucky. You might drive down the right street and find you've got in the right direction, but you may have just wasted a load of time, okay, that if you'd have just used a bit of time to plan your route before you got in the car and set off, you'd have got there faster and had more time in that lovely area. So consider that too. I know it's frustrating. Uh, for many of us who are entrepreneurs, we just want to get on and do. I hold my hands up here so many times. Um, you know, this is important for you to understand. Um, just because you work with somebody who's a coach doesn't mean that I'm not human, okay? And at times we all do stuff and we think, why am I doing that? And you have to take a really good look at yourself and think, you know what? Is that the smartest thing I should be doing right now? Maybe I should just quit that. And you see... Um, I'm not saying take huge risks, okay? I've got to be really clear here. This is not advice. I am not, um, you know, supporting anybody to just to quit their job today, for example, right? You have to think things through and plan that type of move and how you're going to handle that. But all I am saying is that really consider, are you really pursuing the right thing? Is this ultimately what you want? Is this going to bring you true wealth and happiness or are you just going to continue being a slave forever? If it's not what you want, then start to plan today about what do you want and how are you going to go and achieve it? Who are you going to need to access and, and partner with? Because we all need to have connections on, on our moves. And when are you going to do it? Okay, and start to plan your strategy. So that's the first part, okay? Um, now, <clears throat> when we think about it, you've got to think about how to create that wealth, all right? So looking at a few of Navel's tips here, okay, We've said wealth is having assets that you that earn while you sleep. All right, I agree. Um, money is how we transfer the time and wealth. That's simply all it is. And status from this is just your place in a social hierarchy, which, quite frankly, I think is you know it's all stuff and nonsense, personally, isn't it? Right? Okay. But anyway, um, now understanding that ethical wealth creation is possible is vital here, okay? If you really hate wealth, if you think that, well, wealthy people only do despicable things with it, then actually, in a way, you're going to stop yourself from attracting it. This is the rule of quantum attraction now, um, because you're working against yourself. Subconsciously, you're putting out, you're broadcasting a signal that if I attract wealth, then that means I'm going to be like a despicable person because that's my stereotype and concept that that's all wealthy people can be and do. Therefore, you will stop yourself from achieving it because it goes against your inner integrity. So you need to understand and look at your mindset about wealth. Also, I can't stress this enough. If you've come from a childhood that was marked by poverty, lack of money, you were always surrounded by um, you know, your family saying, we can't afford this right now, money's tight, I don't think that's possible. Possible. You have possibly um, taken into your subconscious that idea about money, that it's always scarce, that it's not possible for us or our type of people or our family, whatever the word is, to attract wealth. Okay, And again, that mindset will actually actively subconsciously, I'm not saying you're doing this on purpose, but you need to understand the power of your thoughts. The power of your thoughts about your relation to money, who is worthy of getting money, who doesn't ever get money, will fundamentally shape what you become. So you've got to really get in touch with another part of yourself that says, I'm worthy of receiving this money. 
uh, regardless of what's happened in your childhood or even in your past, if you've had a recent failure, if you've lost everything, maybe you've gone bankrupt, whatever it is, whatever has happened to you, okay, if you've got huge debt, whatever is the problem here with wealth, okay, what I would like you to consider today is that there is a way to get beyond this, okay, you can attract wealth again into your life, you can recreate yourself many times over if you've lost everything, and if you haven't ever got anything, then you can absolutely attract that into your life, but you've got to look, please, you have to, I encourage you all to look at your thinking about your relationship to wealth and attracting money and creating money. If you believe that creating money always has to be hard work, pain, slog, that's exactly what you're going to end up doing to achieve it. If you ultimately believe that it is possible to attract it by leveraging other people's time, getting really smart about certain concepts, um, and doing some interesting business deals with people, then that is what you will start to seek out. It's just a fundamental law of quantum physics, okay, and quantum attraction. And you will get the, the thought that you are broadcasting out. So please start to broadcast the right thoughts today, and you will see things start to shift in your life. But you've got to hold that thought. You can't just have it every now and again. It's got to be live it and breathe it, okay? Now, you're not going to get rich renting out your time. That is true. Um, you must own a piece of a business. Business, okay to gain your financial freedom let me be really clear here when I say own a piece of a business I do not mean you are the business really important for you to understand let me explain um, if I just spent my time coaching okay and nothing else then I am the business okay I am the business because I'm doing the work and I sell my time okay now if you sell your time you're kind of on a, a slippery slope because there are only so many hours in the day as we all know Okay, and like me, I have so many students wanting more of my time and I physically cannot provide it because at some point I have to sleep, at some point I have to eat, I get sick, <laughs> okay, um, and possibly if you overwork, like, like I'm just, you know, working very hard and long hours, this actually makes you more at risk of getting sicker. So you have to look at that. You cannot scale anymore if you're just selling hours. At some point you reach the peak. There's only 24 hours in the day. As I said, you can't work 24 hours in a day. And if you try, you'll get very ill. And then what? Then what? Okay. So you've got to think about it. So if that's all I'd ever focused on, then that's really my reality. And that's not good. I think we can both agree on that. Okay. So you've got to become more than just the business. So if you are running a business, so you might be a marketing person, a freelance writer, um, whatever you do, if you are self-employed at the moment, you're an accountant, maybe, um, perhaps you offer some sort of customer service or operations management. But if you are the only one doing all of those things, you've got a problem. You've got a huge problem because you're running to stand still. And in the past, um, I was involved in several other companies, and this was an argument that I would have quite well. It actually, it wasn't listened to. But the point is, if you do not scale a business, if you do not leverage other people's time, if you do not delegate what you're doing and find smarter ways to automate and streamline things, you just end up being a very busy fool. Sorry. Fact. Okay. Because, as I've said, you run around, you believe that you are the only one who can do all of this stuff, and you are the company, you are the business, and that is no business, that is just a job. And it's not a very good job, is it? Because <laughs> if you get sick, you don't get paid. If you go on holiday, you don't get paid. Because if you're not working, nobody else is doing that work. It's a fundamental law of anything. If you are running your own business at the moment, stop and look at it. Is that you? Is that what's happening? If so, 
you need to have a session with me. Get 30 minutes free of charge, and we're going to talk about how you can automate, streamline, outsource, and scale your business. I promise you that, okay? So please take advantage of that. The links are down below. If you are thinking of starting up a business, so maybe you're sick of working for somebody else, which I absolutely believe is a, yeah, definitely, you need to get out of there. Create your own empire. Please look at this. You do not want to become the business. At the beginning, like all of us, you may have to be the business, but you don't want to stay stuck there. Okay. At some point, you've got to change, transform that and leverage it. And ultimately, if you can, try to get into a business where it is not a requirement from day one for you to actually be the person that interfaces with other people and then they pay you for your time. Because if you do that, you are setting up really a job, not a business. Okay. Uh, so really what you want to be doing is looking at getting into things such as, um, I would say, media creation, um, coding. IT, software, create apps, okay? These, these are the gold, okay, of our century, of our times, all right? This is the equivalent of the, the gold rush kind of thing. Um, you know, coding is probably, yeah, the thing to be looking at. And if you're interested in getting into coding and want to learn that, again, a link is down below um, to a great online place called Skillshare. And you can learn many, many things on Skillshare. And again, if you use my code, you will get a little bit of an extra discount or special offers from them. So it's worthwhile doing and it helps me too. So you can see... That from my point of view, what I'm doing here, like on my podcast, like I say, if you can't code, create books, blog, vlog, do YouTube, I don't know, whatever works for you, podcasts, because it's really important that you understand this. Um, and of course, like what I'm trying to do here in my podcast is sharing my knowledge with all of you completely free of charge on here on these free podcasts. And then obviously I'm mentioning certain things that you can then use and click and follow to help you. And of course, when you do that, I then receive a small percentage of commission. So this is how I create some income. All right. And it's really important for you that you understand that you can do the same. All right. You want to be doing something that is a benefit to people. And if it is a benefit to people, then people will respond in kind. Like I know if you're enjoying and finding value in these podcasts, if you're that type of person who thinks, you know what? Yeah, that's really helped me without hearing Mark's podcast. I wouldn't have discovered or thought this. So I'm going to buy my coffee and you click my link to buy me coffee. You've just helped me and you sent something out into the universe. Let me be really clear about this. Quantum attraction um, <clears throat> is basically following certain universal laws and truths okay you get you get what you give out all right if you give out nothing you're going to get nothing you're going to get a whole heap of nothing all right so when you start to give out your your um your integrity your knowledge whatever it is okay it will come back to you tenfold if you are doing something that is benefiting humankind or the world or you know the universe in general this is really important concept that I talk about in my quantum attraction masterclasses. And if you want to book one of those, you can just get over to initial-impact.com and have a look. So the point is this. Um, if you do not show any sort of respect for people's time, it might be just drop them an email and say, hey, thank you very much for meeting with me at the interview. I appreciate that. That's as good as money. You're just saying you took the time. Your time is money. You took the time to send an email. That shows that you value and respect that person and you are sending a signal to them that it is of value to them. 
okay? And that then gets responded to in kind because you make the right impression on people. Um, you'll be surprised how many people I coach and they don't ever, me they don't message the interviewer after the interview to say thank you very much for the opportunity to be interviewed. Crazy. If that's you, please start to message your interviewers and thank them for their time because it's a really professional thing to do and it starts to get you noticed in the right way for being the sort of candidate and professional they want to hire. All right? Then you will see results show up. Then you will get job offers. But remember, this podcast isn't about getting you a job. If you want to get a job, I can absolutely help you do that. You can get a coaching session on that too. But this podcast is about creating wealth and your own freedom Okay, so that you run your own company. So really, what I'm saying is that, yeah, if you send out the signal to the universe, <clears throat> like I say, if you show somebody, you donate some money and say, hey, Mark, thank you for this podcast, all right, you are sending out the signal that, okay, I invest in people who are going to support me. And then you will start to find that people will turn up in your life supporting you. It's kind of a weird thing, but when you try it, you'll realize that this is what starts to happen. So think about it today. Maybe smile at somebody in the shop if they do something nice for you. If somebody holds the door open for you, thank them and give them a smile. Hold the door open for somebody else today, for goodness sakes. How many times have I now seen people just letting doors swing back and hit people in faces, right? Take a bit of your time. You might think that your time is important, more important than anybody else's, but it's not. Okay, we need other people. So if you respect other people and just do a little bit more than the average person is doing in the street, and to be honest with you at the moment, that doesn't take a lot of doing, right? Because the amount of people who are so self-obsessed um, and, and more invested in their Twitter feed and everything else than actually getting out then creating value for people is massive. So don't be that person. Try to be the other person today and you'll start to see good things turn up. Okay. Now, the other thing is, if you're going to partner with somebody for a business, pick people, high intelligence, energy and integrity. Oh, my goodness. Make sure you know who you're dealing with. And that can be tricky to do, particularly if you're dealing with, um, as I've mentioned in other, <laughs> other podcasts, <clears throat> if you've got a narcissistic boss or a toxic person or something like that, or a business partner, you've got trouble. Okay, so be very, very careful who you're partnering with. If in doubt, just partner with yourself. You know yourself. Okay. Um, Really, um, also, Naval, one of the things that he said is make sure you surround yourself with really positive people, not cynics, not pessimists. You really want to stay away from those people because their beliefs are self-fulfilling, right? They will get what they believe in. So if you hang out with people like that, you're going to find you are equally going to struggle. You're going to get sucked into their toxic soup and mess. Stay away from them, okay? Get away from them and only surround yourself by positive people who are upbeat and optimistic about what they can achieve and what is possible, okay? Now, make sure that you get specific knowledge. It's really important. So your specific knowledge is something that you can't be trained for. Okay, if society can train you or you can take an educational course in it, then basically <laughs> somebody else can be trained and they can replace you, right? Okay, so look at your specific knowledge because that is your superpower. So your skill and expertise and your specific knowledge, like for me, for example, I have specific knowledge and expertise in working with Arabic speakers, okay, um, people from the Asian countries and understanding the psychology of words and the NLP to change not just how you learn, okay, but then how you utilize it. The psychology of words is not just what you say, it's how you say it, the whole dynamic. So my specialty and my specific specific knowledge is something and I fused it together to create my own training programs is something that you can't buy. You can't buy 
that training. Okay, you can experience coaching from me, but I will apply it in certain ways to your situation and with you. Okay, but my actual what I've gained over over 25 plus years of being in business marketing and coaching. Okay, you cannot just go and get that. Right. And that is why it's in demand. Okay. If you could, then I'm sad to say I have no doubt whatsoever that I would be replaced because that's a fact of life. So you want to make sure that what you've got is quite unique and then you can leverage it and use what you know, okay, in a different way. So like I say, for me, just selling my coaching time with that, okay, isn't going to be very helpful. All right. Not for me. It might be for you guys and girls, but not for me. OK, so we got to look at how I can still help you, but also help myself at the same time, because that's what it's all about. It's about a win win okay, for all parties. So this is something that we really need to think about when you look at your business. What are you doing? How are you going to get a win win for your business or what you might like to create? OK, and look at your specific knowledge. Do you have specific knowledge? And if so, can you can you get that knowledge elsewhere? Or is it really unique? Because you've got to be honest with yourself. And specific knowledge is really found by pursuing a genuine curiosity and passion, right? Um, Naval was very clear and is very clear about that, not about following a certain trend. Forget what's hot right now, because what's hot right now won't be next week, because that's how fast the world works at, right? So really be aware of that fact too. It's important for you. And if you do these things, you will start to realize that you have something quite genuine, authentic, and something that others, others will want to have from you, okay? Um, <clears throat> usually specific knowledge is either highly technical or creative, or both. You can't outsource it, and you can't automate it. And really, when you get that, okay, then you have a massive advantage, a massive advantage. So consider this in your business idea or strategy. How do you get a massive advantage? Um, <clears throat> I would say, um, there's many ways to look at it. Naval said basically that fortunes require leverage, right? Simple as. If you want to create wealth, you need leverage. So business leverage comes from capital, people. So capital is money. People are obviously labor and products with no marginal cost of replication. So think code, media, things like that. So if we think about it, to raise money, to raise capital, okay, um, is hard because it's, it's permissioned leverage, just like labor is, you know, hiring somebody. Everybody's chasing money, okay, and someone has to give it to you, right? Everyone is trying to lead, but someone has to follow. So if we think about it, you need permission. You know, if somebody, you know, if you want someone to work for you, they have to agree to do so. If you want to borrow money or raise money for your business, somebody has to agree so, okay? So you need permission, but code and media, these things, Naval says, and I, I agree with him here, they're the leverage behind the newly rich, okay, or the people who will do that, okay? Because if you can create software and media that works for you while you sleep, well, I don't think you need me to fill in the rest of that sentence, do you? Just think about it. If you can create software and media that works for you while you sleep, beautiful. Right. You've just got income coming in from your hard work. But what you're not doing is you're not now selling your time over and over and over. You have to invest the time clearly and you have to work very, very hard. Trust me on this one. OK, you have to work like crazy to create all of these stuffs, all of these things, all of these products and, and different pieces. But it's like planting seeds in a field. You may have to do this for a very long season. OK, and you may feel like giving up at times. 
But as long as you're working on something that you know there's a demand for, the harvest will come. You've just got to keep going and find a way to keep going until you hit that harvest moment. Okay. And if you think about it, if you can't do coding, as you said before, write books, maybe blogs, blogs, podcasts, right? And really just then leverage that. You've got to then get that out there and find a way to leverage that to reach as many people as possible. So please understand that, okay? Um, don't waste your time watching other people, all right? So even listening to this podcast is great, but then go and do. Don't just listen to me and think, okay, I feel better because I've listened to Coach Mark, and so I will do that at some point, and then go and just carry on your life. No. Okay, if you do that, my friends, you're going to get what you've always got, what you've currently got. You're going to go round in circles. At some point, you have to put this into practice, so put it into practice today. What I'd like you to do, I'm challenging you to do here, is after this podcast, make a note. Sit for 20 minutes and sit and write down right, your answers to the questions I've posed to you in this, bo uh, this podcast, right? Okay? What are you doing that's specialized? When are you doing it? How are you doing it? Who are you doing it with? And are you the business or are you scaling it? All right, so I really want you to, to think about this. Also, um, the biggest thing that, that Naval says about this, okay, is to productize yourself. Now let's look at what that means. So if you think about it, um, productize is like leveraging, right? And you, well, you have accountability, you are, okay, yourself, okay? And if you combine them into two words, okay? So if you're looking towards um, the long-term goal of creating wealth or being rich or whatever you want to call this, all right, you've got to ask yourself these questions. This is what Naval is saying. Is it authentic to you, okay? Is it myself that I'm projecting? So like with what I'm doing here, I love coaching. I love seeing other people achieve their success, right? This is what I'm passionate about, whether it be your English as a second language, whether it be you creating a, a business that's really going to get out there and reach so many people, whether you're a medical doctor passing the OET, because you could then go and help hundreds of thousands of people worldwide and influence other medics and doctors with your expertise worldwide. This is what I live and breathe for. I am passionate. It is authentic to me, okay? In the past, I've worked in businesses where not so authentic. It's just it can make money, right? But that isn't the same as when you're doing what you love. So you've really got to look at, is it authentic to you? And is it myself that I'm projecting? And then the next bit, am I productizing it? Am I scaling it? So are you scaling what you do with labor or capital or code or media? Okay, think about it like that. And it's going to really help you focus today. So just what I'd like you to do is ask that question as well today. What am I doing? Is it authentic? What am I doing right now? Is it myself that I'm projecting? Are you loving it? Or do you feel like you're, you're just having to fake this? All right. Then are you productizing it? How are you scaling this? Are you using other people to help you get this out? Are you, have you got money behind you? Are you scaling with money? Or are you using code or media to transform what you do to reach more people? This is important. So please take into account what I've just said there. Now, sometimes it's really hard. Um, what we're saying is that it can take decades sometimes, okay, to work out, to figure out what you can uniquely provide, right? Naval says this very clearly. It's not saying it takes decades to then go and execute, 
okay? But the best part of 10 years, he's saying, could be spent just really trying to work out, figure out what you can uniquely provide. So remember that this can take some time in the planning, but once you've got it, execute it. And if you're faster at the planning, my friends, then please, you realize you're going to move faster and create the wealth faster and your freedom. Because wealth, what is wealth? Well, it's freedom, ultimately. It's getting you time back, right? You can't really buy time, but you can certainly save the time that you've got left on planet Earth. So that's really what this is, okay? Money is simply um, how the wealth is transferred, right? And if you think about it, it's the ability to have the credit and debit of other people's time, as Naval says. And I agree, there's a fantastic uh, movie. I've forgotten the name of it, but it's got uh, Justin Timberlake in it. You should research that and look it up. The concept in that movie is staggering and very, very true. Um, in this particular movie, I'm not going to spoil the actual ending here, but people don't get paid in money, they get paid in time on their arms. And literally, when your time's up, you're gone. You're gone off the planet. So people are constantly chasing time. They're trying to buy more time in their life. Now, in the movie, to me, when I watched it, I don't know about your interpretation of it, it simply is that people realise that their time, they're always chasing money, because that's what we're doing, aren't we? We're chasing money so that we can hopefully live a bit longer. Um, if you don't have money, you can't pay your rent. If you don't have money, you can't pay for your food. I know this myself really, really well, okay? If you don't have these things, you can't buy healthcare. You know, in some countries like, for example, the Philippines, without money, you don't have health. In other countries like the UK, where you have an NHS system, you may take this for granted. It is not the same worldwide. This is the biggest thing I've realized and appreciated so much from all of the work I do with fabulous students like you and clients all around the world. Different countries have obviously different situations. And until you start to speak to people from these nationalities and places and understand and even live in these countries, you cannot possibly grasp what that means and what a difference it makes. But don't take for granted that just because in your country you have access to certain services that other people do. Even simple things like fiber fast internet. Oh my goodness, I would love that if we had this in the Philippines. In some parts we do, but not in all parts. So you see, it changes how level that playing field is. And that's a nice idiom. Um, it's not a level playing field. So people in some parts of the world have a bigger advantage and opportunity because of the money that they can create and also the services that they can purchase with that money. That's what money does for you. But ultimately, that's not. That's a feature. But the benefit is, is that if you can leverage all of these things and get the fiber fast internet and you can do all this, you can produce far more important and um, impressive work. Um, if you can purchase and access high tech equipment because you've got the financing, then you can create fabulous YouTube videos that are going to get you 10 million reviews and views because they look like something out of Hollywood. So even YouTube, I would say, is not a level playing field. OK, um, because there is a huge difference if you are not able to access certain tech and kit. Okay, because of your situation financially, you are limited. You're not going to stand out. Even if you have a wealth of knowledge to send to people, they're not going to click on your video if it doesn't look good or if the audio is bad. So it's really important we know that what wealth can do for us isn't just wealth in its own. It's actually in then what you can do with the wealth. And you can buy, obviously, better health, better quality food, live in a better part of the world with cleaner air. You know, look at the Philippines. I mean, not being funny, the Philippines, but... 
huge parts of it, so highly polluted, it's killing killing us all, really, actually, because I live here too, right? So the point is this. We've got to look at things like that. This is what wealth can do for you. So it's really important that you understand why you want the wealth and what you're going to do with it. Also, like here, you know, wealth can make a huge difference to loads of street kids. Let's get them off the street. Let's set up this foundation that we're trying to establish here. This can be done, okay? So many children here have zero, nothing at all. Whereas we look at the West, there's there's support systems for children there. There's all sorts of other uh, credit systems available. They have far more opportunities, far more opportunities. So the world is not a level playing field. And this is what is, is driving me. But that's what I'm passionate about when I look around at my environment and the people that I am living with. OK, um, it's really important that you you think about what your wealth can do, not just for yourself personally, but perhaps for other other people that you're around. OK, um, when you think about it, wealth is a thing you want. OK, and if you do, OK, your job right. OK, and if we create value for society, OK, society pretty much says thank you. OK, we owe you something in the future for the work you did in the past. OK, and in a way they pay you a little IOU, which is in the form of money. Those are Naval's words. OK, let's call that money. Right now, wealth is a thing that you want. The assets that earn while you sleep. So like I'm saying, property, once you've got a little bit of wealth, you can start to invest into property markets, which if you pick the right property markets will leverage, leverage that income, that wealth, that money far more than any bank will. Okay. In fact, to be honest, at the moment, the, the world banking system is in chaos. And as we also know, cryptocurrency has pretty much got huge issues as well. The whole thing is looking very shaky. But things such as physical assets, when it comes to protecting your wealth, okay, I would still say put it into physical assets. Property, very important. UK property, that market is still going to always have demand within it. Regardless of what's happening in the UK right now, it is still going to have demand. Okay. Also, the USA, certain strategic areas of the USA. Not all areas, but some areas. You've got to know the areas. So if you want to know more, as I say, message me or sign up to my newsletter on that one. But ultimately, you've got to think about how you then protect it. Okay, those assets, the property will go up in value while you sleep. Okay, um, wealth, if you think about it, is is really the computer program that's running all night and serving other people. AI, in my opinion, artificial intelligence is also the new wealth. OK, um, if you want to look at investing or getting involved or doing a service, I would highly recommend looking at AI and blockchain. OK, media coding. These are the new the new industries. This is what you want to be in. OK, and um, wealth can also be money in the bank that's reinvested into other assets. So we said into other businesses. So look at investing like Naval does as an angel investor into other businesses. OK, you are leveraging then other people's knowledge, expertise and their time. OK. Um, and as we've said before, you know, a house can be wealth because you can rent it out. OK. Um, you can also look at land. You can buy land because that can be used to you know, send out and used as farming or whatever, um, or leased to solar panels to put solar panels on it. OK. So you can see that the definition of wealth is much more than business and assets. OK. It's really things that can earn while you sleep. And think about it. Technology is the one thing that's going to help you do that. So really can't stress that enough. Um, if you think about it, society pays us for creating things that it wants. And society doesn't really know how to create those things. All right. Because if they did, they wouldn't need you and I. Right. OK. So this is why it's really important to understand that once you figure out 
how to scale your particular expertise, okay? And then you can get it to hundreds, millions, or billions so everyone can have them. Think Steve Jobs here, okay? And, of course, his fabulous team is well behind him, okay? They figured out society would want smartphones, like a mini computer in their pocket, all right? And that had all of the, the capabilities of the phone, okay, plus, <laughs> you know, a gazillion other things, right? Okay, and was so easy to use. And once they figured out that and how to build it, and then they figured out how to scale it, we know the result. We know what happened next, right? Okay, so you really, if you want to think big today and think about setting up your own business or perhaps changing what you're doing in your current business there, if you are self-employed, think about that. And it may require you to literally go back to the drawing board. That's a nice idiom. And say, you know, I'm getting out of what I'm currently doing. I'm going to move into a completely different area. And that's okay to do that. You know, you've got to be able to change your mind at any point in time in life. There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, it's the healthiest thing to be able to do. Um, so, look, I hope this has really inspired you. Get thinking about your wealth today, please. Okay, I'm going to do more of these podcasts um, using some of the inspiration from Naval Ravikant and some of his thinking and then adding my own into it um, to really help you leverage those thoughts and make a difference in your life. If you'd like to get a copy of his book, the link is down below. If you want more information like this from me, then please sign up to my newsletter. And I wish you all the very best of success in creating a wealthy and healthy life today. Remember, think about what are you doing and how are you doing it, who are you doing it with, and when are you doing it. I'll see you soon. Take care. Hello, everybody. And sorry to interrupt, but I just wanted to mention a few things that can help you. All right. So I want to help as many of you as possible. You can get a free 30 minute check of your English level, your OET, IELTS or any other things that you're trying to achieve here with me. If you're trying to pass your interviews, maybe you're attempting to get a job overseas. You would like to know how you're sounding and what a native speaker really would say about your responses in an interview or an IELTS or OET test, for example. Um, check out that at eslbusinessenglishexperts.com. If you're looking more for career and immigration coaching and would like to discuss your plans, then you can hit me up over at initial-impact.com. But both of those sites, the links take you to the same end result, which is a booking page for 30 minutes free of charge to book your session, time and date you pick on Zoom. Also, if you're doing IELTS and OET and you would like help with your written or speaking tasks too, and you don't or can't have time to book a session with me in person on a live call, which again I can do, you can get live one-to-one -one coaching on Zoom anytime you like, but if it's hard for you, then take advantage of my IELTS and OET written and spoken task service, which means that you buy credits, 10 credits, 10 tasks, and you can submit your spoken audio files to me for critique and review, and then I will respond within 36 hours with a full review of your transcript and to tell you where you sounded good, where it fell down, and the corrections, okay? Um, for your written IELTS and OET, again, you can select all the tasks on my booking site, which the links are all, uh, all available. You can just go to eslbusinessenglishexperts.com. You can find all of these services there and follow the links. And what you'll be able to do is get a response from me within 36 hours with correction of your written task. And then you get a chance to do it again with the corrections I've suggested. And I will also expand and give some of the native phrases you might like to consider. So you're going to find out how to make yourself sound better, to hit the magical number 
um, that you need to get for word count, pass and get the higher grade, and also how to expand your sentences and create essays because many students are struggling to know even how to, to create an academic layout of an essay. Um, you're going to fall down there too. When it comes to OET, it's slightly different, but the same process applies when you look at how you structure those referral letters and how you uh, write the client and the patient notes, okay? So it's very specific depending on whether it's OET or IELTS. Um, I do it all, me and my team, we are here to help you, okay? So don't hesitate to reach out. And of course, please, 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 if you'd like to purchase any books, then you can get that from the bookstore links. Again, you'll find those all on the site. So good luck, everybody, and hope to help you soon.